Hey Makers, welcome back. Episode 41 of the 1764 Makers Podcast. I really got, I have got to get used to saying that. I'm so ingrained with spin 15 a day that it's, it's just not rolling off, rolling out as easily. So today's episode is going to be about floss drops. Now I did not learn about floss drops until I started watching a floss tube and you're like, floss tube? I had to explain that to my youngest, who is also a cross-stitcher. Um, it's YouTube, but it's about usually about cross-stitch or stitching. And if you're close to my age, I'm 58. I, I, I don't have to lie about that. I'm pretty proud for 58. Uh, 59, I don't feel like is a good year, only because I don't like the number for some reason. But... If you're around my age, you would remember back in, say, 70s, 80s, 90s, doing cross-stitch. And I made little cross-stitch pieces for my girls, for their room, you know, those kinds of things. And they came in a little kit, and you can still buy them at the big box stores, uh, crafting box stores. And slowly, it went away huge though i was collecting the floss i had the floss boxes they were they were all wound on the bobbins they were all numbered they were all put in an organizational fashion i had the magazines and you know like every good thing it peters out but then it comes back right spinning spinning peters out and then it came back because 70s was like that revival of the back to landers and guess what well okay i've been spinning for 30 years so i maybe there was just a slight lull or it just wasn't as prominent but i learned about floss drops in say the last year or so so melanie of yarns and threads i said it correctly because um, I just hacked her name last time. So she knows I've apologized and we've already talked about it on Instagram. So I started watching her floss tube and then I found a few others. There are a lot of floss tube videos out there to watch. So if you're a spinner or a knitter or a maker, because you do not have to just be a spinner to be listening to this podcast. There are so many great YouTube videos out there. I try and sample all of them and then I find the ones I like because I don't like them all and it's not that I don't like them all it's just something in my brain when I listen I, I if I start to tune out on what they're saying I, it's not gonna work for me because I'm not gonna listen to them <laughs> it's just like you know their voice puts me in a lull and <clears throat> but most of them have talked about floss drops and you can buy floss drops you can buy like like kind of like a thin acrylic floss drop. So like they're a permanent and they don't, they're not paper. You can buy these cute, they're like the milk carton, the milk bottle toppers and they, in floss drops and they're just adorable. And you can buy those. But what I want to talk about is that we are the 1764 makers or you're just a maker you don't have to be a 1764 maker it's just the way I just group all of you together in one big huge group hug is that you can make your own very simple there's a couple ways to do it uh, if you have a Cricut 
If you have a silhouette, I'm sure that you can create the shape that you want in which that you can punch two holes and print out a whole big piece. Or if you have a lot of hands, uh, hand stamps, uh, oh, I can't even think, punches, <laughs> totally lost it. If you have punches, you can make some of your own. So I have this really perfectly shaped oval um, that's not too big. And then I have a couple small hole and it's not like the hand, just the old circle punch. These are ones a little bit bigger, maybe five eighths and then ones maybe three eighths. So I have the bigger end that I could thread the floss through like a half hitch. And then the other end goes onto a circular ring and it's perfect. So <clears throat> think about what you have. Sorry, I've got a frog in my throat this morning. It actually rained and I'm bird walking here. It, it finally rained. It is June, let me look at my watch. It is June 9th and last year we had rain all the way up until the first of the official day of June, I swear. And this year, uh, the front part of our house lawn, not the fields, but the house lawn where it's shallower, but we totally trim and make it lawn manicured, has turned brown. And it is like a month ahead of schedule on that. So it finally rained this morning, gave everything a nice drink. And with that comes my allergies. I have a barometer in my face that when it rains, everything goes haywire. Not that you needed to know that, but I'm just telling you, I love the Pacific Northwest and I've grown up here. I was raised here and I'm allergic to freaking everything on this property. <laughs> Anything environmental out here, I'm pretty much allergic to. Or it just, it creates havoc in my face and I, I absolutely hate it but I would never give up Washington, Western Washington or where I live because of that. I'll just suck down the allergy tablet and keep going. Okay, let's bird walk back to floss drops. So I want you to take a look and see, do you have a punch in your stash? Now it does not have to be the oval punch I was talking about. It could be a two inch circle. It could be one of those punches and I have two of them now. It's the punch that looks like an actual tag but it has a scallop top and it actually punches the hole. And all you do is cut the strip, like it's one and a half, two or two and a half inches wide. And you can get a couple uh, tags out of each end. And it is a punch at Hobby Lobby. Uh, if you are not a Hobby Lobby shopper, I don't know where else you could get it, but you don't have to have that. Uh, I was thinking about my circle punches, but because I've done all of the DMC I have currently on the oval, I am going to have to continue that for my DMC because eventually I'm going to want to start over dyeing my own and maybe start buying a few silks and maybe start buying some of those other cool kid threads. I just won't collect it like DMC. So let, why I brought this up for even an episode is that we went camping Memorial Day weekend and I did my cross stitch. It was the easiest thing to take with me and I finished some stuff. <clears throat> and I saw that Joann's, which I don't need a whole lot from Joann's anymore. There's just not a whole lot there that I need because anything I personally want, I can't get there. I would have to get on Etsy or online, but about twice, maybe three times a year, but definitely about twice a year, 
they do a floss sale. Now it's not a huge savings. As Zonda said, she remembers a day where you could get four for a dollar. Well, you can't anymore. If you want all the colors at Joann's, they were 66, 66 cents each. And then if you get up into the metallics or whatever, those are maybe in the 80s. So DMC was on sale per skein, which there's like just over six yards or six yards each at 50 cents each. And Anchor was on sale for 40 cents each. And Anchor is usually at 10 cents more. Now I know I'm getting into the pennies, but when you wanna buy 200 of them, <laughs> pennies make a difference. I did not buy the Anchor because they come in the spools, which is fantastic. But I had no way to store them because, and I, I just, so I, I walked away from that. But I went over and I took my list and what was not on my list, I bought the rest. So I have, I have over 200, yeah, I have over 200 skeins sitting on my dining room table over in the corner. I had them all in a bunch. And then finally I color coded, like color separated them uh, by hues. And then I was like, nope, I had to separate them by the numbers, 100, 200, 300, all the way up to the 38XX because I was doing some projects and they called for colors I didn't have hanging. And so now I really need to come to the realization that I need to go make some floss drops. So it got me thinking that I, if you are a stitcher, you should make some floss drops of your own. So I use the, it's not, it's, it's not thin. So it's, it's definitely a sturdier cardstock. Again, I got it at Hobby Lobby. Um, and it's the brown, the brown craft cardstock is thicker than the white cardstock, especially if you buy it in the pack of 100 or 200. And I use that. You can thicken it up by gluing either with a glue stick or spray based uh, adhesive glue, um, a piece of like pretty paper on top of it, um, or the cardstock paper that comes in the packs. Uh, that you know with the designs I did that for the 12 spins of Christmas is one of the, the stuffy things and then you can make really pretties I decided I would just leave them with the cardstock I was okay with that because I was really looking for the DMC number and that they were in order and they were hanging up because I put a curtain rod out in the studio so here we go some more organization thoughts for you it's not something you have to do but it's it is a good thought you could use a uh, a spring-loaded cafe rod. Again, you can buy it from the cheap big box store, Tramlaw. Spell that backwards and you'll know what store it is. That My mother-in-law called it Tramlaw. Um, I actually bought a cafe rod that connects to, you have to screw into the, the, the wood, or the frame of the window, and which was fine. It's my studio. I can put anything I want anywhere I want. There's no... You know, except if I mess myself up and go, oh, probably shouldn't have put that there. And um, it's across my, my window that faces west, which gets no actual direct sunlight whatsoever. Uh, I have a bunch of uh, huge pine trees that block that. And it faces towards the cows across the road, faces towards my old garden area where my, my trees are. And I have blinds. So I, I put it just on the outside of the frame so it's inside and not inside the frame of the window but on the outside but inside the building 
<laughs> and I can close my, my blinds. So no sun ever touches the actual strands of thread. So they will never like get faded out from that, which is very cool. So with my floss drops, um, I take and I unwind them, but I put them around one of my dining room chairs and I walk all the way back. And then I go up and I pull it in half and then I put it around it again. And so I'm constant. I do that. Let's see. One, two, I think three times. And I get about in half. So the length is probably about a yard maybe or so. But because it's half hitched, then it's only hanging maybe 17, 16, 18 inches. And yeah, so that has really helped me. And then I bought the rings, the split rings that you can, um, that just unhook and, and go back together. And then I put them in numbers. I bought some more because I've got too many threads of the color on one ring. So I need to split those up. It makes it for great organization. So let's go back as we have just a little bit of time left. Use whatever bigger punches you have. So if you have a, a, a one inch, one and a half inch, maybe a two inch circle, certainly use that. You don't have to have two different sizes of punch holes. You just need to get a hole in there so that you can get your thread that you've split up and, and then you cut the ends because later on we're going to talk about something else I learned from these great people on floss tube is how to take and just pull one thread out and it doesn't disturb the rest. That's what I did not like about keeping it in a skein or on a bobbin is that you pull off the length you need and then you've got to split one or two threads out. And I was constantly holding the end that I wasn't splitting with my teeth so that, you know, it didn't knot up. I absolutely, I was like, oh, I hate this. I never do that anymore. It is the best thing. And then I will also talk about uh, my sewing bird in a few episodes down the road, which helps me with my floss drops, which I'll also talk about the workstation that is portable that I learned from Melody Thomas. And <clears throat> there's so much I can share about this, but what I can definitely say, it's not your grandma's cross stitch. It is definitely taken on a whole new vibe. And if I can get you excited about it, I would love to do that. This ends this episode. We will talk to you next time. And as we work on, keep making. <laughs>